Hey, hey, everyone, it's JNA from Your Weight Loss. And today we have a special guest with us, uh, Onosonio de Sleep Baby Sleep. And this topic was hot in the DMs today. Uh, we posted just this morning that we were having her as a guest. And the minute you talk about sleep and babies, especially our followers, they're like, they're, they're in the trenches. Uh, a lot of our followers are in the trenches of the sleeping. So uh, tons of people are very much interested in this subject. So thank you so much for being here. Sonia. Sonia. Ah, thank you. <laughs> it's okay. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah. I've been following you girls for a long time. So this is weird. <laughs> Oh, we're so excited to have you. So we met uh, Sonia at an event in Moncton and uh, we were just so, um, I don't know, when we met her leash, we were just like, we need to have her on the podcast. We attacked her. Yes. We loved that she wasn't wearing a bra and that she looked gorgeous. Um, and that, uh, we loved, I loved not only the idea of your business because like I had trauma with my child, um, and I would have done anything for someone like you 10 years ago, but not only that, I loved the language that you were using when you were speaking about making changes. And I'm like, Ooh, this is good. Yeah, we definitely really enjoyed our conversation with you. Like when, like, obviously for us to be like, oh my God, we connected with your language and your business. We're like, oh, what a good business model. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's good. We're, we're really happy and proud of you. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Yeah. That means a lot. <laughs> okay. So um, tell us, tell us about your business. Tell us how this came about. How did you become sleep, baby sleep? Yeah. Good question. Well, actually I had no clue this existed before I had my son. You know what I mean? And so I guess I was naive, but I, when I was pregnant, I'm like, okay, sleep is going to be easy and I'm just going to go with the flow. But then Louie came along and shit hit the fan. You know what I mean? It was like sleep deprived, hardcore, uh, waking up every two hours and even starting seeing things like shadows. Like I was that much sleep deprived. Yeah. So I'm like, I need to do something. And one of my friends suggested like a little online course. And that's when I discovered that, okay, I can do things. To improve my son's sleep and it doesn't have to be super complicated doesn't have to be traumatic and uh, I got it I started being passionate about baby sleep and I saw that all my friends and mommy fit groups were struggling with sleep so I'm like clearly there's a demand for that and clearly I can make it happen so then that's where when I enrolled and yeah started my certification and started my business one year ago so yeah so it's just one year ago yeah yeah. It's oh my goodness. Well, congratulations. I mean, that is what, how you create business. You guys, if you're listening, like it's seeing an opportunity or seeing a demand for something that, and often businesses are led or are started by passion and almost like experience. So you were experiencing the demand of this, this product, this service, and it wasn't available. So yeah, no, no, say bon, say bon. <laughs> Yeah, because there's a lot of online things, but like to actually speak to someone to help you with sleep or having like personalized help, it doesn't really exist around here anyways. So yeah. No, nope. like having a coach. around here. Yeah. 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 I, I remember looking like my mom was like desperate to help me. And she was like, <laughs> I found this woman in Australia that will help you. And like, but it's only $7,000. <laughs> and I, it was just like, we were like right at that breaking point. So we're happy that the people have you. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, and I mean, as two moms, like, you know, for me, Noah's only four. So I'm still like, and we're, you know, I'm still, I mean, he's sleeping fine. It's not that as like, I still very much remember uh, all the, like how I feel about sleeping and how in my household, 
um, it was so important to me that like sleep is very important in my household. And, and I, I mean, so that's why I connect with like, oh yes, like she's helping people sleep better. I just like see the, I like, I see the value in that. And Alicia, I remember her trauma. I told Jeff this morning, I'm like, oh, so we have this, uh, the, um, owner of sleep, baby sleep on the podcast this morning. It's so exciting. People are so excited. And he's like, oh, um, what are you guys going to talk about? I'm like, oh my God, e- everything. And then I'm like, we're probably going to talk about the fact that Alicia used to do <laughs> in her <laughs> in her uh, living room as we're just like trying to hang out and talk and then he's like and her breasts are out and it's just like and I'm like yes that is what we're going to talk about (laughs) imagine imagine that I used to tandem breastfeed my twins in front of whoever happened to be around and I was 70 more pounds than I am now that was a lot of breast (laughs) yeah there's a lot of tissue a lot of tissue okay anyways it's not about me and my breasts Hey, where do we start? So, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, thank you for being here. And we have just so many questions. So I think this is what the people want, right? They they want to know, they they want advice right now. Um, And so let's just get to it. The first one that I think I am, I'm very much interested in is time change. So people were wondering about like, what is your advice for time change with sleeping? And so let's talk about time change. I actually just wrote a blog about this because it's a hot topic and everybody wants to know. Um, so the time change is always scary. <laughs> and for me, even like I have a good sleeper and last year it hit me hard, you know, it was waking up earlier. And so the best thing you can do even prior, like we're like, what, a week and a half away, yeah. I think, yeah. and is to make sure your child is well rested. Like the more rested your child is, it's less going to be a, of a big deal, you know, because an hour, it's like, we can feel a little jet lag. You know what I mean, it's like an hour that shifts our circadian rhythm. So yeah, keeping them well rested is great. And um, but one thing you can do if you want to work on their sleep before the time change, you can bump the bedtime 30 minutes later for a few days. So let's say like Thursday night, um, Friday night, Saturday, you bump to 7.30 p.m. Let's say they go to bed at 7 and then hopefully they wake up 30 minutes later and then they're, it's only a 30 minute difference once the time change arrives. But if you're like me, I usually keep it simple and don't do anything and then just hope for the best. And just because my child usually adapts pretty well usually when he's uh, well rested and so you can do that as well but if you want to get ready and make sure that you but if you bump the bedtime you need to bump everything 30 minutes so it gets confusing I mean like the meal time should be 30 minutes later the the wake up time so the nap so that gets things a little complicated I mean some parents are willing to do that so that's okay but I have I will have a blog with all the details if parents want more information on that specific but yeah so either bump the bedtime a little bit or do nothing. And in a few days, they'll adjust usually. Yeah. Yeah. Where can people find your blog? On my website. So sleepdivisleep.com. Yeah. Good for you for having, (laughs) no one had taken it. No one had taken the website. It's so good. It's so good. See, we don't even have yourwayweightloss.com for like, you know what I mean? Like, and that was 11 years ago. Someone's holding on. I know what you mean. But when I created my name, I looked first and I'm like, I want to have the domain and Facebook and Instagram. I was lucky. Yeah. Everything was still. Yeah. You rocked it. Good for you. (laughs) Um, Okay. So this, like a few of them said this, my four-year-old and six-year-old is wearing pull-ups overnight, but wakes up soaked in the morning. Yeah. Like any advice? I mean, I know that's not really sleep related, but like, exactly. what would you say about that? Like yeah. I'm not a potty trained person. No. And so the best advice, I guess, well, have they tried like a bigger size? Maybe they just, it doesn't exist either. I don't know. 
and that's an option. But if not, maybe they're, well, not their little one is probably not ready to be potty trained if their pull-up is full. So I, to be honest, I, I can't help you with that one. Like, and even my son, like he's going to be four in April and he's not fully potty trained in the night. And I'm like, I, how am I going to do that? I don't know. <laughs> you have advice? No, I mean, no. I, like for me, I was like, who cares? Wear a nighttime diaper until you're 12. Like I literally yes. do not care. I feel the same because sleep is so important. I'm like, I don't want to screw up the sleep. <laughs> no, absolutely. And um, I actually, Phoebe um, was, has, I'm diagnosed her, something weird with her bladder. Like she is like, literally needs to pee every 20 minutes. So she must have like a small bladder or something. And so she was really, she was developmentally way above her twin sister with everything. And she just couldn't hold her pee all night. Like she would pee the bed all the time. And I was just like, I'm fighting it. She's just like physiologically not ready. Like kids all get ready for that at different times. That's what I think too. You know what I mean? And you need to go with them if they're, yeah, they're probably not ready. (laughs) Yeah. And, and if they're not like, so I'm, I have a four-year-old, right? So he is potty trained in the night, but like, that was like his choice. He didn't want to put a diaper anymore. And I was like, well, if this is what you want, less liquids, like after five 36, no more liquids, you have to go pee. If you don't go pee, you're putting a diaper to come. So see Sam so because sleep is so important to me. And when you show up at 2am and you're like, I peed the bed. (laughs) But you said something too. Yeah. Liquids. Like some people maybe give, give milk in the night. Yeah. I would cut all of that. Yeah. Definitely stay away from milk and like water right before bed. Yeah. 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 That would help. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a good one. Should you ever wake a sleeping baby, like a Ooh, newborn? That's a good one. A newborn. Yeah, that's a good question. I guess yes, there are exceptions. Like let's say your little one has been sleeping for three, four hours and haven't eaten. It's been three or four hours. I would wake them to feed because you want them to eat at least at like every three hours during the day so that they can stretch maybe a little longer in the night sometimes. Sometimes no, they still eat at every three hours during the night, but it would just to be for the feedings, really, that you would wake up and you're born because their their schedule is all over the place when they're little. You know, they don't sleep at certain times, and so yeah, it was it would be to preserve the feedings to make sure they eat enough. And if your doctor's like your child is okay, feed them whenever. I would not stress. Let them sleep. I guess. Yeah. I I have a random question that comes to mind. Um, that whole that whole um. Uh, would you wake them up if they're oversleeping so that they like keep their sleep for the night type thing? You know what I mean? What about that one? Good question. So surprisingly, sleep brings more sleep. So if your little one sleeps well during the day, they'll sleep better during the night. So don't be scared of having a newborn that sleeps a lot during the day because it's just going to help with the nights really. Yeah, like babies need a lot of sleep. Yeah, like a lot. Mm-hmm. like some newborns like, can be like 18 hours. And I mean, like they can sleep a lot. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, oh, what if my, this is interesting. What if my baby, what if my baby doesn't burp? What if I can't make my baby burp before bedtime? What should I do? And, and like, just, I don't know, having like eight and four year olds, I'm like, it's just, you just put that, put him to bed. You know what I mean? Like, um, Dia would never burp. Like she was not a burper. So I just like knew that about her. So what would you say to that? I guess I have more questions for that person. Like, um, have they tried different positions for burping? Is it upsetting the baby? Like sometimes some babies don't need to burp as much and they're okay. But is the baby gassy? Is the baby? Yeah, I would ask all those questions. But I think it's not a big deal. But I have an example. So I I work with this family right now and he was eating eight times per night. And and like for a month and not burping while she was saying that you 
had stomach issues while obviously was eating nonstop and not burping. So like it can affect sleep, you know what I mean? So the burping can be important, but there's other factors. Like, are you feeding them all night? And yeah, there's a lot of components that goes. I mean, it's like anything else, right? There's no like Google answer to your no. baby. Just like there's no Google answer to your weight loss. Like there's no, it really is like, we have so much to talk about, right? Like you have so much reflection to do when like there's the answer is not only in that sometimes it's like, oh, you have to look at everything. Exactly. Else. That's why I feel it, it's so similar to what you guys do. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I ask mm-hmm. so many questions and yeah, because there's so many factors. <laughs> oh my exactly. Gosh, like this- sorry, this conversation is like bringing me back to like the PTSD of like overthinking everything. No offense. If you guys are listening and you have little kids, but you are overthinking this shit. Like just like an obsessing. Should I wake them up? Should I not? Did I feed them too much? Did they burp enough? Like, oh my gosh. And that's how I felt with this question. I'm like, is oh. your baby sleeping? Don't worry about the burping. Like, and, and that's why I would want to ask, why are you asking this? Is it because the internet told you that your baby should always burp and your baby should sleep. If it's not burping, it means it doesn't need to burp. Um, and, and guys like for sure, I felt the same way. Like, you know, like, Oh shit, she's not burping. And you're like, she should burp. Yeah. She doesn't want to. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I feel like, so what does it look like? You work with a family, someone, someone says, help me. <laughs> and yeah, what do you someone, do? Someone says, help me please. And um, usually I start with a discovery call, like an intro call where, cause I want to get to know them and I want them to get to know me to see if we're a good fit. Cause sometimes we're not maybe, yeah, maybe they have unrealistic goals or maybe, yeah, maybe it's just not the right fit. So that's what I like to do first. And then if we are going to work together, then I send like a big intake form. So that, that's where all the questions go into play. And I, I want to know everything about the family and the sleep situation. And even little things they would not think of that can affect sleep type of thing. Then I have like a, an hour consult with them. I dive deeper into questions and get to know their family, their values. That's when um, we talk about like what we want to do for sleep. What are you willing to do? How, what's your child, like, what's your child's personality? Cause some are like high tempers, some are like the chillest babies. It really depends. So we adjust with that. And then I create like a sleep plan for them. So it's like, it's just like a step-by-step guide where it's like everything they need to know, like the sleep environment, the schedule and what to do if this happens, naps, everything. Yeah. Because sometimes we're just missing puzzle pieces. You know what I mean? For it to come together. So I provide like everything you need and then support, of course. I usually follow them for two to four weeks to when they implement the changes because it can be hard implementing changes and sometimes you need someone to to help you, cheer you on and ask your questions. Yeah, that's what I do mostly. <laughs> I love that you consider the family's values like that and, and like the child, like that is amazing. Just using that word is amazing. Whereas, you know, when I was trying to do this with Alfie, it was just like, oh, here's the book. Literally, here's the book do this Mm -hmm. and don't go in that room. And it felt like very like suffocating. Like when you're on a diet, that's telling you exactly what to eat. Yeah. No, I definitely consider what they want and what they're willing to do. And yeah, what their philosophies or family values are, because that's important because I never want to force anyone to do anything they don't want to do. You know what I mean? Like it's not, I'm just like, this is your goal. Do you want to reach? Okay. Well, we can take this fat, this fat. It doesn't matter, which kind of like losing weight, you know, there's different ways to get there. As long as you're in a calorie deficit, well, for sleep, it's like, we need to have your little one be an independent sleeper. We can take whichever role you want. We just, yeah. Yeah. Whatever uh, works for I, them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Very independent much sleeper, to that. Like it's just, I see people that don't, you know, do that not necessarily right away. Everyone's different when they want to kind of really facilitate an independent sleeper. Some people literally it's, they come home from the hospital and that's the moment that they want yeah. their kid to be an independent sleeper. But like, I just see people that are, I, I feel like their lives are limited because they literally have to like lay with their kid or can't go out to dinner with their girlfriends or, you know, their kids in their bed. No one's actually having a great night's sleep. Like everyone, I don't want anyone, people are on their own. Yeah. I don't want to upset yeah. anyone. Like that's your values. But for me, it was so important that I facilitated independent sleepers. Oh yeah. Uh, yes. 1000%. And again, it's because like, it's such a, an important part of my life to be able to like, okay, now you go to sleep and whatever. So it's hard sometimes. And I think we agree, uh, Leash, like it's hard to like look at other people and think like, this is what you want. You want to like sleep with them. Like, but at the same time, like, again, everyone can want different things. Um, but I think that like, I'm like, maybe you're being close, like, you're like kind of stuck in your beliefs that like, this is making you better or you have to. So if you are listening to this and you're like, that would be the dream that I would put my kid in bed and I could leave um, and everyone's happy and everyone's having a good night's sleep. Like then that's possible. That's, I think yeah, that's, I just want people to know that it's possible. Yeah. That is, but if they love what they're doing and it works for them, great. But if they, there's way of making changes. I mean, yeah. Yes. Kind of like if somebody doesn't want to lose weight, you're never forcing anyone. It's just that if they want, you have resources and help. You know what I mean? It's the same for me. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Can you give us like, I want like a success story. Give us like your, oh, give us like, fun. like a really, one of your most yeah. favorite stories. Okay. Well, one that surprised me, I'll share. And it's actually like really somebody from around here. So yeah. So this couple, um, the little girl was four months and she had only slept on mom since she was born. So for night and day. Okay, only slept on mom. And so mom was obviously like exhausted and it's dad that kind of pushed mom to do this because it's like, she needs to sleep, you know? Good job, dad, good job. (laughs) I see a lot of amazing dads. They're not all the time, but yeah, some of them. And so, yeah, so we started with this family and I was a little scared because, you know, it's like a big change putting her in her crib and, you know, trying to let her fall asleep on her own. And, And we went with a more gentle approach where the mom would be in the room. And after like three days, the mom was no longer in the room in the chair because she was just falling asleep. Like she got it like right away. I think she was so ready to just be in her bed. And yeah, she was just ready to sleep on her own. But it's I think it was mom that was holding on a little bit. And yeah, so that was a that was one that surprised me the most because we went from like zero to 100 with like zero tears, like nothing. It was nothing was traumatic. The girl was the little girl was just ready ready to be on her own and sleep through a night pretty much. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like, I, I just feel like motherhood in general, like we get lost in the oh. fact that like, and it's not even like, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's the tears or the show. It's like, I don't think society thinks that moms should sleep on a chair with their baby on their chest. Like, I don't think that's what society's pushing out there, but I do think that there are like a lot of responsibilities on you moms on, and you're just like, you're not sure. And like, you can be a young mom sometimes. And like, you don't even know what's happening. I, like, so just the patat and you're like, you have to keep it alive. It's just a lot. And then like, on top of that, like your vagina burning stomach is burning like it's Mm -hmm. like it's in are are you breastfeeding are you not both are Mm -hmm. difficult oh it's just yeah 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 no I remember yeah it's so traumatic 
no one warned us. We say this all the time, Alicia and I, like no one warned us um, about how traumatic it is. And just like how you're no longer like the person you were before. Like, yeah. so literally from one day to the next, you, your responsibilities are your purpose, everything changes. Like, and just, and you can't, you, and you're not sleeping when you're not sleeping. And when you said you saw shadows, I like, but I still remember it just like, being so tired that I'm like with Dia. So I'm a 28 year old, like new mom and whatever. And she was just crying, 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 crying. And I remember saying to Jeff, like, all I want is literally 10 minutes of silence and sleep. Um, And then I would fall asleep thinking she was on me. And then you wake up to this and you're like, like, and and you're like, oh no, she's in her bed. Oh my God. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't miss that part. Like you say, you no. was it like you were born is not not your thing. Same, like I, I know, no, no, not, 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 not my thing. <laughs> okay, I haven't, I, I can't stop. Um, t- tell you're doing me, great. Tell me about, because uh, looking back retrospect, I feel like there's things I did with Alfie that weren't facilitating independent sleepers. What do you think that people can do when they first come home, literally from the hospital? Mm-hmm. to facilitate eventual independent sleepers hmm. good question so maybe like top like top tips from when you get home with your little one for sleep type of thing and yeah. um, well maybe two main one that uh, I found out too late at like nine weeks so a white noise machine is a game changer so I would have that from day one like my sister just had her second baby and she brought it to the hospital and everything you know she was ready and they, they could tell she was not a first-time mom you know what I mean and so, yeah, so that would be one thing that I highly, and I'm not the kind of person that likes uh, gimmicks or tools or things, but that yes. is a must have, okay? And a swaddle. Like, I highly recommend swaddling your little one because of the moral reflex, and that will give you, like, longer stretches. And, and because they were in your belly for, like, nine, it's tight there, you know? They're used to being all snuggled up. Yeah. And, yeah, so for sleep, I would definitely have white noise machine. And the sleep that there's a swaddle and then a sleep sack eventually but those are the main and just try to keep them well rested so I guess I have three tips so do not let let them be awake for more than like 45 minutes to an hour so like awake windows keep it short because if not they'll get overtired and it's hard to put them down and so yeah trying to offer a nap every 45 minutes to an hour white noise machine swaddle yeah that is a great start one part the swaddling part for me was huge with Dia, not as much Noah. I don't even remember Noah. I don't even remember raising that child. <laughs> um, but Dia, I'm still, it's very interesting. I think Noah just like, so in the trenches of like your weight loss was just yeah. crazy busy. Like yeah. it's just Dia had more time to like be a mom and worry yeah. about the shit. And Noah you actually I'm had like, like Matt leave with Dia kind of. Yes. Noah, no Matt not leave. Noah. Like I'm in my office. He's two weeks old and I'm crying at my office and my mom's raising him. That's literally what happened. But, uh, yeah, so no Dia, I remember that. And Alicia came to my home and we just like had the conversation of like, it's true when they're sleeping and they're not swaddled, like, yeah. like their hands, they don't know their hands are their hands. They don't know what's happening. And they're like literally hitting their face and like, like waking up. And so the swaddling was a game changer for me. And even putting her in a chair, like she was like in a sleep chair for like, months like a kind of like a, a command de quoi tu les mettrais pendant que tu cooks là whatever she slept uh-huh. in that comme basically c'est comme si c'était son petit euh, son petit sac son petit area là, just comme just like that in her crib the chair was in the crib oh my god 
That is not safe, guys, but I don't recommend, but your, your child is alive, so it's all good. Public service <laughs> yeah. announcement, do not do that. Do not do that, yeah, do not try that at home. Um, yeah, oh my God. Essentially, a flat, hard surface is safer for little ones. For yes, everyone. Yeah, just just uh, we always need to talk about safe sleep, you know. I just don't want to. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, we appreciate that. Uh, I was curious about swaddling because I feel like the, I didn't know if it was still a thing. I'm not gonna lie, you guys. One of my superpowers is swaddling. I could swaddle Neil and he could not get out. Like I mastered. That's a special. Please do it. Um, okay, great question here though. This is a good one, and and Alicia will be interested. I, I want your. It's twins. It's about twins. So she has two and a half year old twins. Uh, they do not sleep through the night. Still, she's wondering if it's time for them to have separate beds. Yeah. So I guess they still sleep separate in the beds same. or bedroom beds. Separate beds. She wrote. Oh my uh, I would think yes, it would be time for separate beds. And also, I, I had more questions about that question, like. Is one sleeping good, the other not? Is one waking up? Let's say they're both sleeping not that great. I would just keep them in the same room, but different beds. But let's say one is a great sleeper and the other one, I would just try to work, like remove one and work on their sleep and then put them together when they sleep good. But yeah, probably they would like their own beds at that age, I'm assuming. Yeah. And you can work on their sleep if they're in the same room. But if one is like a great sleeper, I would... I would remove that one, maybe put it in your room or something for a little while. And yeah, because sometimes it can affect the other child's sleep. Okay. Yeah. I, I was just like, oh my God. I, 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 but, but at the same time, like I've never had twins, so I don't know that bond or what, what the rules are for twins. But in my mind, two, two kids, two different bedrooms, like but let's do all our things. Like they, they especially like to be in the same bed when they're young, but as they get older, they probably want their own space. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Did you experience that? Um, I, from a really young age, had them in their own cribs, um, but they've had, they're eight and they've shared a room since birth. Um, and they want to continue to share a room. There was one night where Phoebe had a bad night's sleep and I brought her out and then she was like, Hey, that's it. I want my own bed. And I said, no problem. The next night I said, okay, it's bedtime. She was like, no, I'll miss my sister. So and it's like a comfort thing, you know, they, they, yeah. I hear them talking. I give them a time that they can talk until, and, uh, they wake up together. So eventually they'll probably want their own rooms, but for now it works. Yeah. They might never want their own rooms. Yeah. You know I what don't I mean? know. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I'm ex- I'm like excited for you. Piper like- would sleep longer for sure. Like Phoebe wakes up earlier, but it's not a massive compromise. Like it's, you know what I mean? It's like maybe a yeah. 20 minute compromise every day. Yeah. Like she, yeah. they go to bed and they sleep all night long. So it's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, sleep regressions, any tips for sleep regressions? Those are hard. Is that even a thing? Like, is that oh. like a plateau? Um, yeah, so sleep progression, we in the sleep consultant world, we call it more of a sleep progression. Usually there's like developmental changes that's happening. And like, let's say the four month, you hear often the four month sleep progression. Well, that is because their circadian rhythm is kicking in and their sleep is changing. It's more like mature sleep. So if your little one was not an independent sleeper, it's going to be worse. You know what I mean? Like your little one is going to wake up every hour, two hours, whichever, like after a sleep cycle. And, but if you worked on sleep and your little one is falling asleep and your own sleep is just going to become better. But then along the way, I'm not sure if you remember, there's always like new skills they're learning. Well, when they have a new skill they're learning, sometimes it can affect sleep. Like let's say they're starting to um, crawl or stand up. Their, stand up, turn on their tummy, every little thing. Like it's just like little bumps. Usually they don't last. If you 
if you have an independent sleeper that's a great sleeper you might have a few days of like not as much as great sleep you know what I mean maybe they'll wake up a few times in the night or, or refuse a nap or two but uh, it doesn't stay like it's not something that stays like if it's weeks it's like it's not a regression you know it's something else yeah okay like, maybe they're sleep deprived maybe they're overtired and you know there's other things playing a role yeah Okay. So what you're saying is if it lasts longer, it's, it's not sleep regression, something else, some new habit or something different yeah, is going on. Exactly. Exactly. And sometimes so there's kids I've worked with families like that, where every time a new skill comes along, they want to practice in their crib. I don't know why they just want to practice in the crib while it's time to sleep. So those it's, it's annoying, but it is what it is. And as long as the parent do not interact, you know, you just let them try to crawl, let them try to and then they'll fall asleep eventually. And if they don't, we can't force them to sleep. We just offer the nap. You know what I mean? Like we can't force a child to sleep. I know. And I think that's the difficult part, you guys, with like sleeping. It's like, you can't, like, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. what do you want? Like, and, and I had two amazing, uh, sleepers. Like, I'll say it like, just like, basically I'm like, they're like, how is Noah? Like he's three months old. I'm like, he's just being a three month old. So it's hard. Like he's waking up twice a night, but like he's doing his job of like being hungry at night and like whatever. So it's, it's not easy, but they like did, they did their job. Well, like now they're both four and eight, everyone sleeps at night, whatever they get out of bed if they need be like, it's, it is what it is. But, um, where was I going with this? Um, oh no, wait, what was it? Um, the sleep, the thing, shit. It's like when, when for me, I was always willing to get up in the night that never upset me to get up in the night. But if, if we're getting up in the night and then you're not going back to sleep, that was always the part, you know what I mean? And you're like, what do I do with you now? Like, so this is where I was going with this is that, um, we, sometimes I meet people and they're like, my kid does not sleep. Like, and uh, she's sorry, in my mind, I'm like, I don't know. You cannot force them to nap or to whatever. I know maybe there's some like strategies to like that. You're not, I, I would have to talk to you, but like, I feel really bad when it's like, I don't know what I would like. I understand that you can't force them to come, but um, but my kids go to bed early and like but is it because I got that routine yes. down like you know yeah. what I mean like sometimes I'm not sure right you know what I mean you have to yeah yeah okay yeah. okay 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 one one like piece one more piece of advice here let's say you have a sleeper who's more like a toddler they're in a big boy bed and they just are either like needing you to go to sleep or they always like end up in your bed like how do you like cut the umbilical cord when they're like toddlers they don't need to eat in the night like they do not need you in the night but they need you in the night okay well i one thing i would try to which i think Josie, you did i would leave your toddler as long as you can in their crib like at least three if you can you know because you don't want a two-year-old well, look at that everyone my goodness <laughs> Like if a two-year-old is in a toddler bed, like it's going to be hard to keep that two-year-old in a toddler bed because it's too much freedom for them. You know, they, they just, yeah, they want to explore everything. Yeah, it's too much freedom. But let's say your little one is three, three and a half and you have a hard time, they're, they have a hard time staying in bed. And I would like reinforce some rules in a sense. Like I would, it need, yeah, you need to let them know that they need to stay in bed. And, and then some people even use a gate sometimes if the little one really like, and to silently walk them back is the best option, like to not interact. So you keep it super boring. You just walk them back to their bed. They even climb in their bed. Like the less you do, the less is more, less is more. 
And also at okay to wake clock is a great tool to like yeah. if the clock is yeah. sleeping, well, you should be sleeping type of thing. And then yeah. when it's green, then you can get out of bed. So it's like little rules you can enforce. Like even mine, sometimes he'll wake up before the clock and I, I say, you know, you should have stayed in your bed. And then it doesn't repeat. Like it happens once in a while, but I just remind him, you know, the clock was not green this time. Yeah. So it's like a lot of, it's more behavior and patience. So you need to just, stick with it for a little while and then they just don't even want to get out of bed because there's no point yeah because exactly. you're being i love you said keep it boring, keep it like, boring. yeah and and like if yeah. they get out of bed and every time you like oh but you but you but you and then bring them in your bed they're gonna keep yeah. coming back for yeah. more exactly yeah um yeah because i wasn't like obviously I, it was not like a strategy of keeping him in his bed for the longest time possible it was literally just like this is working for our family he is not yeah. he stays in his bed he does his thing when i'm ready i go get him he's not like mama at 6 a.m yeah. like he just like literally is so used to it he's also a chill kid like he's like oh yeah. whatever I'll stay here um so that's why I did that but it was literally for my sleep for all everyone's sleep you know what I mean for everyone so even if people are like oh my god there he's still in a crib I'm like absolutely I'm the one that needs to wake up with him it when I give him the freedom like you said I knew I was giving him freedom to yeah. to leave the the bed and I didn't know what was that gonna look like was he gonna come and you know annoy us at 6 a.m I wasn't sure yeah. So and, yeah. And even my son, it took him like maybe five months to know that he could get out of his toddler bed. You know what I mean? Like, so you don't, no, yeah, don't tell them. Yeah. Like if they, if they say you don't say don't anything, but then yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I do not tell say, them. Yeah. Do not yeah. tell them. <laughs> I actually moved Alfie out of his crib because I had the twins when Alfie was yes. just turned two. Yeah. So I wanted his crib and I was like, regretted that. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I was just going to say some people say just so see you're expecting your second and they need to be out of the crib. But I'm like, oh, I maybe would invest in just two I, cribs. Like I would invest in a secondhand $100 crib. Personally. 100%. <laughs> Instead yeah. of not yeah. sleeping. But, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. but you, you had twins. That's a little different, but still. Yeah. 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 A great question here. Someone's asking like how to stop the bottle for my 18 month year old in the night. So I guess my question is, is there a number uh, or a recommendation where it's like your kid does not need to eat right now? <laughs> like, is there, a, is there a, a time? That's a good question. I guess every child is different, but most kids at around nine months do no longer need it. Nine months to a year, no longer need a night feeding. You know what I mean? Some it's even as early as three months, they stop feeding for a night. Yeah. So it's, it varies, but 18 months, I am pretty sure it's not a need. It's more of a habit. And she can easily maybe just cut it down or you can do cold turkey if you're willing to have maybe a, a few screens, I guess. But um, I would cutting down and just don't remove it. Yeah. Because yeah. start with like five ounces and then yeah. four ounces or whatever and yeah. slowly. Slowly just, because no, it's probably not a need. It's probably more, unless the doctor said or something. I don't know. That way, that way. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, But like. I feel like at that point, the need is not even the milk. So like even the 10 ounce, the five ounce, it's that moment of in the middle of the night, my mom comes and whatever. So I think no matter what, I don't think it's like, oh, now I no longer need milk. It's like, I just you in the middle of the night. So it's like how to cut that I think is, is difficult. Maybe like one, I don't even know. You stay less, you stay less, you make it boring. Yeah. Make it boring. Less time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, if ever there's a struggle, then we can use a certain method. So you always, another thing is like always doing the same thing and being predictable. It helps. And it sets like a sense of comfort and security. So yeah. yeah. 
So yeah. It's changing. I mean, yeah. And life is more. So it, it I don't know. I don't know if the internet's ready for what I'm about to say, but like oh I did, I definitely did cold, cold cut. Like I said, cold Turkey earplugs hope that I, when I wake up, she's alive and not crying. And it's like, I put like, I, you do not need milk you're like 10 months old you're whatever and I just like put the earplugs slept through the night in the morning I would do this and I'd be like oh my god okay then I go see her and she was sleeping didn't know if she cried didn't know if I was like okay so in my mind it felt great she might have cried seven hours who knows um but she's like a long crier that's why like there's like there's method that sometimes parents would not want to use but they kind of have to with their child if they want you know what I mean like it's not because we want it's just so you're upsetting them I mean, going in all the time you know so why do you want to have them cry more you know what I mean I yeah. like 100% ended up also um letting Alfie cry it out and it was heart-wrenching yeah um however I reminded myself that I he was crying more in those four days that I subtrained trained him but he was crying way less in the next 10 years of his life mm-hmm. yeah. because yeah. like, it was the best thing that I ever did for myself, my children, my family, my family. honestly, yeah. I agree. And it was, he yeah. needed, he did. I did gentle things. He needed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. You tried like, being gentle. She did everyone. She definitely did. <laughs> it's not for every kid. No. Yeah. No. And like you said, like, there's more, it's worse for a child to be sleep deprived for like 10 years than having a few tears for a few nights. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you've been, you've been saying that a few times on how like well-rested your child need, being well-rested is a big part of your child's behaviors. Listen, we're less than one minute left. Um, people can find you on Instagram, sleep, baby, sleep, sleep, baby, sleep.com. We thank you so much for being here. Sonia, c'était tellement fun. Um, I mean, I feel like we could get two podcasts out of you. Um, <laughs> this was fun. Let's take a picture. Uh, I'll take it. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you. Thank you. On Instagram, she's amazing. Gives tons of advice. Bye everyone.